Welcome to the latest podcast in our CSRD Demystified series. My name is ES and I'm joined by my colleague Aileen and today we will be discussing the European Sustainability Reporting Standards or ESRS for short. We have mentioned in previous podcasts that the CSRD requires reporting in line with particular standards. Yes, can you explain a bit more about this? Sure. So the CSRD sets out that entities need to make sustainability related disclosures, but the directive doesn't actually contain the detail on what should or shouldn't be included. So the European Financial Reporting Advisory Group, or EFRAG for short, as technical advisor to the European Commission, is preparing the EU Sustainability Reporting Standards, the ESRS, against which in-scope entities will need to report. The ESRS will explain in more detail how to work through various topics under the ESG umbrella in order to identify issues and decide what companies need to disclose. And how many ESRS are there and what is their current status? So there are quite a few. We have drafts of 12 sector agnostic ESRS, which were released on 22nd of November last year, 2022. There are two cross-cutting standards which have general requirements. Then we have five standards on environment, four on social and one on governance. All of those standards are being consulted on before being adopted as delegated acts, um, which is currently expected in June 2023. In the future, EFRAG will prepare disclosure standards for SMEs and also sector-specific ESRS. This was expected to take place sometime in 2023, but recent announcements suggest that this is being postponed so EFRAG can focus on capacity building for the implementation of the sector agnostic ESRS. And Aileen, I know that there's a process to working out what you need to disclose under these standards. Could you talk us through that? So first of all, certain disclosures are mandatory, for example, those on climate change and certain disclosures which are designed to meet the requirements of investors caught by other EU sustainability reporting legislation, such as the SFDR. Inscope entities then need to carry out a materiality assessment informed by due diligence to determine what information should be reported under all other topic-specific ESRS and sector-specific ESRS once those have been developed. Entities also need to consider whether they need to develop any entity-specific disclosures, meaning any extra ESG impact, risk or opportunity that is material to that undertaking but has not otherwise been covered by either the topical or sector-specific ESRS. That sounds like quite a lot. That's right, it is. The ESRS are long and will require careful consideration as entities go through each data point to decide whether and what they need to disclose. This will obviously particularly be the case the first time you go through that process. It is worth noting that there are some limited transitional provisions, for example, around value chain, entity-specific disclosures, and the use of comparative information. Yes, are there any other particular other points to be particularly aware of? Yes, so they should be aware of um, specific approaches to value chain and materiality. Um, th this is covered in more detail in other podcasts in this series, so we won't go into that right now. Also, this is all taking place in the general landscape of increasing scrutiny of sustainability disclosures, so it definitely pays to prepare early. 
ensure you have sufficient expertise and resource and work through in a considered way. Thank you for listening. We have more information on various elements of the CSRD in the rest of this podcast series and lots more information on ESG related issues on our Linklater Sustainable Futures webpage. Mm -hmm.